This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, a work of the Ulaga Church of Christ. Hello, and welcome to the podcast, Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4 says, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. The topic for discussion today in episode 85 is going to be from John chapter 3 and verse 30. In order to be a follower of God, we must understand, as John did, that we must decrease in order for Jesus to increase. John chapter 3, verse 30 reads, He must increase, but I must decrease. As followers of Christ, we have to understand that in order for Jesus to increase in our lives, we must decrease. In John chapter 3, verses 22 through 29, the Bible says, After these things, Jesus and his disciples came into the land of Judea, and there he remained with them and baptized. Now John also was baptizing in Aaron near Shilom, because there was much water there. And they came and were baptized, for John had not yet been thrown into prison. Then there arose a dispute between some of John's disciples and, and the Jews about purification. And they came to John and said to him, Rabbi, he who was with you beyond the Jordan, to whom you have testified, behold, he is baptizing, and all are coming to him. <clears throat> John answered and said, A man can receive nothing unless it has been given to him from heaven. You yourselves bear witness that I said, I am not the Christ, but I have been sent before him. He who has the bride is the bridegroom, but the friend of the bridegroom who stands and hears him rejoices greatly because of the bridegroom's voice. Therefore, this joy of mine is fulfilled. He must increase, but I must decrease. John understood that while he was sent to prepare the way for Jesus to come into the world, that he was not the Christ, <clears throat> but the Christ was going to come after him. And when the Christ got there, that his portion of the work was going to come to a close. And he had to decrease so that Christ could increase. And this is what happens in all of our lives in 1 Corinthians chapter 11 and verse 1, Paul said, Follow after me as I follow after Christ. In Philippians chapter 2 and verse 5, <clears throat> the Bible says, Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. You see, if we want to be followers of Christ, we have to decrease our life so that Christ can live through us. This is something that John understood. Even though John was very important to the plan of God, he had to decrease. In Matthew chapter 3, verses 1 through 17, the Bible reads, In those days John the Baptist came preaching in the wilderness of Judea, and saying, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. For this is he who spoke of by the prophet Isaiah, saying, <clears throat> The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. Now John himself was clothed in camel's hair, with a leather belt around his waist, and his food was locust and wild honey. Then Jerusalem, all of Judea, and all the region around the Jordan went out to him, and were baptized by him in the Jordan, confessing their sins. 
But when he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees coming to his baptism, he said to them, Brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Therefore, bear fruits worthy of repentance. And do not think to say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our father. For I say to you that God is able to raise up children to Abraham from these stones. And even now the axe is laid to the root of the trees. Therefore, every tree which does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance. But he who is coming after me is mightier than I, whose sandals I am not worthy to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fan is in his hand, and he will thoroughly cleanse out his threshing floor and gather his wheat into the barn, but will burn up the chaff with the unquenchable fire. Then Jesus came from Galilee to John at the Jordan to be baptized by him. And John tried to prevent him, saying, I, and I need to be baptized by you, and you are coming to me. But Jesus answered and said to him, Permit it to be so now, for thus it is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he allowed him. When he had been baptized, Jesus came up immediately from the water, and behold, the heavens were opened to him. And he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting upon him. And suddenly a voice came from heaven saying, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. And so <clears throat> we see that John was going to have to decrease in order for Jesus to increase. John would say that he was not worthy to un <clears throat> unlatch Jesus' shoes. And we see that in verse 17 of John chapter of Matthew chapter 3 that after Jesus' baptism a voice came from heaven and said this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased God said that he was well pleased with Christ and so the work of John was coming to an end as Jesus' ministry was beginning and this is why John was in the world to begin with he was there to prepare the way for the Lord in Matthew chapter 11 and verses 10 through 15, the Bible says, For this is he of whom it is written, Behold, I will send my messenger before your face, who will prepare your way before you. Assuredly, I say to you, among those born of woman, there has not risen one greater than John the Baptist. But he who is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. And from that day, and from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence. And the violent take it by force, for all the prophets and the law prophesied until John. And if you are willing to receive it, he is Elijah who is to come. He who has an ear, let him hear. You see, John was great. Among those born of woman, John the Baptist was the greatest. But he who is least in the kingdom is of heaven is greater than he. In this kingdom... Jesus is coming to, to build. Remember, Jesus said, Upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. In the kingdom that Jesus was coming to build, the least in this kingdom would be greater than John the Baptist because of the kingdom that we're going to be living under is not a kingdom governed by the law, but a kingdom that is governed by Christ as king. And so John had to decrease in order for Christ to increase. In Matthew chapter 20, 
verses 1 through 16, the Bible reads, For the kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out early in the morning to hire laborers for his vineyard. Now when he had agreed with the laborers for a denarius a day, he sent them into the vineyard. And he went out about the third hour and saw others standing idle in the marketplace and said to them, You also go into the vineyard, and whatever is right I will give you. So they went. Again he went out about the sixth and ninth hour and did likewise. And about the eleventh hour he went out and found others standing idle and said to them, Why have you been standing here idle all day? They said to him, Because no one hired us. He said to them, You also go into the vineyard, and whatever is right you will receive. So when evening had come, the owner of the vineyard said to his steward, Call the laborers and give them their wages, beginning with the last to the first. And when those came who were hired about the eleventh hour, they received a denarius. But when when the first came... They supposed that they would receive more, and they likewise received a denarius. And when they had received it, they complained against the landowner, saying, These last men have worked only one hour, and you made them equal to us, who have labored the burdens and the heat of the day. But he answered one of them and said, Friend, I am doing you no wrong. Did you not agree with me for a denarius? Take what is yours and go your way. I wish to give to this last man the same as you. Is it not lawful for me to do what I wish with my own things? Or is your eye evil because I am good? So the last will be first, and the first last. For many are called, but few chosen. You see, the last will be first, and the first will be last. We have to learn to decrease. We have to learn that Jesus has to increase in our lives. In order for us to go to heaven, we have to decrease, but God has to increase. In Matthew chapter 28, verses 18 through 20, the Bible says, And Jesus came and and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And, lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age." Baptism is a decreasing of us. And the reason the baptism is a decreasing of us is that we die in the watery grave of baptism. We offer ourselves as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is our reasonable service. And dying in that water, we don't come up out of it. You see, Christ is raised up out of that water, not us. We die in the water. We decrease so that Christ may increase. In Luke chapter 9, verses 23 and 24, the Bible says, Then he said to them, If anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. For whoever desires to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. You see, John understood this. John understood that he had to decrease in order for Christ to increase. In Luke chapter 9, verses 23 and 24, this is what this is saying. We have to take up our cross. We have to die in order for Christ to live through us. We have to decrease so that Christ will increase. In Mark chapter 9, and verses 33 through 35, Then he came to Capernaum, and when he was in the house, he asked them, What was it you disputed amongst yourselves on the road? But they kept silent. 
For on the road they had disputed amongst themselves who would be the greatest. And he sat down, called the twelve, and said to them, If anyone desires to be first, he shall be last of all, and a servant of all. You see, Jesus was telling them the same thing that John understood. In John chapter 3 and verse 30, he must increase, but I must decrease. The disciples didn't quite understand this. They wanted to be the greatest. But Jesus said, if anyone desires to be first, he shall be last of all and a servant of all. You see, we must decrease in order that Christ may increase in our lives. In Mark chapter 16, verses 15 and 16, he said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized will be saved, but he that believeth not will be condemned. They were to go into the world and preach the gospel. And when the gospel was understood, people understood that they had to offer themselves as a living sacrifice. They had to decrease. They had to be baptized into Christ's death so that they would decrease and so that Christ would increase in their lives. In Romans chapter 6, verses 1 through 7, we see this principle. What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Certainly not. How shall we who died to sin live any longer in it? Or do you not know that as many of us as were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? Therefore, we were buried with him through baptism into death. We have to decrease that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we should walk in newness of life. For if we've been united together in the likeness of his death, certainly we also shall be in the likeness of his resurrection. Knowing this, that our old man was crucified with him, that the body of sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves of sin. For he who has died has been freed from sin. You see, we've been crucified. We have to decrease in order that Christ might increase in our lives. If that's not what's happening, then we have a problem. If we are increasing, then Christ is decreasing in our lives. In Romans chapter 12, verses 1 and 2, says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. We have to offer ourselves as a living sacrifice. That means we die. When we're baptized, we die. And Jesus is living through us now. In Galatians chapter 2 and verse 20, this is exactly what Paul would tell them. I've been crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live. Yea, not I, but Christ lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Notice, I've been crucified with Christ. Paul said, I've been crucified. I died. It's no longer I who live, but Christ. You see, he must increase, and we must decrease. In order to be a follower of God, we must understand, as John did, that we must decrease in order for Christ to increase. The more of us that lives on, the less of Christ lives through us. We have to crucify our passion and desires, according to Galatians chapter 5 and verse 24, so that Christ can live through us. So, as we go about our lives today, let us take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you.
So, as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you.